I'm Garrett Owen, and this is the So Far DFW Podcast. So Far DFW Podcast. I put myself in some subgenre of folk. At times I referred to myself as being an outlaw folk artist. There's a lot of the subject matter is pretty dark and can be kind of upsetting. And I have to remind people that I'm writing from the perspective of a character that I don't really have bad intentions, at least, on acting these things out in real life. These are just things that a character I'm playing in the song would feel free to do. So you were talking about you get yourself into different characters, and that's also kind of um, a reminiscence from uh, your personas, I guess, because you traveled so much, you've been in so many different countries that you absorbed all of that and that shaped you. Yeah, all that time when you're grow growing up, you really are absorbing all these things around you and you don't even know it. And then suddenly you get to your mid-20s and you realize that you've been affected by the places you've been in, in ways that you weren't aware and that you even fell in love with places that you may have been annoyed with at the time and fell in love with experiences that you were having just develop a certain appreciation for your upbringing and I've definitely had that come through in my songwriting where I'm kind of trying to pay tribute to things I've been through but I usually end up funneling those feelings through a character that has stronger feelings or, or as strong feelings as I do the processing This is also part of why I think I kind of agree with songwriters that say they spent their first 25 years of living writing their first record and then they only had a year to write their second record. So, like, you spend your life, you, you have a certain kind of a lifetime to process and then when you process a few things, you get all these songs out of it, maybe like 15 to 20 if you're super lucky you probably get that many that are decent songs but I have this thought sometimes that if you're if you're smart about your songwriting you're gonna be hypercritical and dislike a large percentage of songs you're writing when you're writing them and you may they may have this incubation period where you learn to love them kind of like a child You've done a lot of a lot of traveling, you've met a lot of people that inspired tracks that you later released. Actually a, a song that that I just released a, vi a video for in the last few months. Uh, the song is called Rose Hill. A few verses in that song are really about a girl that I knew in high school in Ecuador. And it was strange to be in the in the US at like 19, 20 years of age and still be processing a relationship that never happened in high school and using that to be one of the first songs I wrote and then I actually didn't finish that song till about 11 years later I wrote 85% of the song and I showed it to this guy named Taylor Tatch he's in a band called Shadows of Jets in Fort Worth and he was pretty adamant that the song didn't sound finished and he was like go to the five chord and make a chorus right give me two choruses built around the five chord and then come back and show the song to me and then I went back in two weeks and showed him the song and he's like we can record that so so that ends up being an odd combination of 85% of the song written kind of about written by processing things that happened to me in high school in Ecuador 
going to a missionary kid school <laughs> in which I had a giant crush on an Ecuadorian girl and it didn't work out. <laughs> and then some of the song is also based on names I saw on tombstones in Kaufman, Texas, which is roughly 30 miles southeast of Dallas. So that's a strange combination where I took names from a tombstone and actually used the names to cover up that I was writing about a girl in Ecuador. What was the girl's name? Mimi. Mimi. But her mom really named her Noemi. Um, if you could go back to one of the many places where you lived or traveled and you could record a track there. Oh, man. Where do you think you, you recorded? And that's, that's what actually track? really difficult to answer. But can I, can I pick two places? Yeah. Okay. I would kind of like to record somewhere in the Serengeti game park in, in Tanzania because I feel like some animal sounds would end up on the recordings and that would just be a really unique experience that people probably wouldn't, maybe nobody would enjoy, but it'd be interesting. It, it would make a good story. Like we were recording this song and then you hear a monkey howl and then like three tracks later you hear like wildebeest running by and hyenas making their strange laugh sound. But I'd really like to revisit Argentina. I didn't live there, but I got to visit there a few years in a row when we were in Ecuador. And then I kind of fell in love with certain things about Argentina. And the way they speak Spanish is, is so interesting. The accents there are very interesting. Everyone's very pretty. <laughs> I would maybe like to record there. All right, just quickly wrapping it up. Uh, if your music was a dish, what do you think it would be? So I was telling my girlfriend this, and she didn't totally agree with me. But I'm going to go with this anyway. Like my music doesn't sound Indian or anything. But I think if you could prepare like an Indian dish, and then have like a side of bacon and like biscuits made somewhere in Georgia, and then dessert would be like bacon and biscuits and honey or something like that. So I'd like to go ahead and just go all out there with my answer. And have it be a hodgepodge of things. Because my upbringing and, and my life so far has been kind of an odd mix of things. <laughs> Garrett, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I've been Anna Xavier and this was... So Thanks for listening.